Just wait a minute. We got a job for you. I don't want no job. Why not? It's too much, too much like work, man. Listen, this is strictly nowhere. You got a lot of sick, old-fashioned ideas about working hard and living clean, and it's all a lot of junk. I'm too tired to listen. I mean, work is a sucker. You know, I like my job, Skipper. I wouldn't want to lose it. Hey, it's me, Chris T, and this is Job Story number 13. As you might be able to tell, I am still contending with a really vicious summer cold, so there's not going to be a lot of talking from me on this job story. Instead, I've got some uh, recordings I made last week out in the garage and some vintage working songs that came to me through an old friend of mine named Mac who does the Antique Phonograph Music Program on WFMU and is uh, the guy that innovated the whole idea of DJing with gramophones. So some of these vintage work songs go back as far as 1902 and they're all uh, completely legal for me to play. So coming up on this job story number 13, some garage talk and some vintage working songs. Everybody works but father, sung by Bob Roberts, set us on record. A man named Work moved into town, and father heard the news. With work so near, my father started shaking in his shoes. When Mr. Work walked by our house, he saw with great surprise my father sitting in his chair with blinders on his eyes. Everybody works but father, and he hangs round all day. Feet in front of the fire, smoking his pipe of clay. Mother takes in washing, and so does Sister Anne. Everybody works at our house, but my old man. At feeding carpets, Father said he simply was immense. We took our parlor carpet out and hung it on the fence. Then mother said, now beat it there with all your might and main. But father, he just beat it back to the fireside again. Everybody works but father, and he hangs round all day. Feet in front of the fire, smoking his pipe of clay. Mother takes in washing, and so does Sister Anne. Everybody works at our house, but my old man. Uncle Quip Work Two, sung by Bob Roberts, at a Sun Record. It's awful news I have to tell about my Uncle Bob. In days gone by at eight o'clock, you'd find him on the job. But he came walking in one night and said, at last I'm free. 
I'll just sit down by Father Hill. It's no more work for me. Ever since he heard about Father, Uncle quit work too. Goes out every evening, comes back with a stew. Never seems to worry, he's happy as a king. He sits around the house with about a half a shout, and he never does a doggone thing. away. The clipping, they're so anxious to cut out, I'd like to state. Here's a column called Help Wanted, then they burn it in the grate. Ever since he heard about father, uncle's quit work too. Goes out every evening, comes back with a stew. Never seems to worry, he's happy as a king. He sits around the house with about a half a south, and he never does a doggone thing. I once resolved to be a self-supporting suffragette. I vowed, despite my family, my own living I would get. So I started as a manicure, but all the men got gays. I was forced to slap them on the fingernails and say, Now, I'm a respectable working girl. I have no time to dally. I'm none of your hurting parley boos or your ladies of the valley. If you don't behave like a perfect gent right out of the shop, you'll go. I'm a respectable working girl. I'll have you know. <laughs> A steady customer of mine <laughs> once asked me out to dine. We had dinner a la carte and several kinds of wine. He treated me with deep respect until the end of loss. He said to me, to finish up, let's have a demitasse. I never saw ashamed in my life, right there in the restaurant. I gave him a look at a frozen gas stove and I said, I'm a respectable working girl. You're of the upper classes. But you needn't think that I'm not on to you and your demi-tasses. You're not the man that I thought you were, and your conduct's mighty low. I'm a respectable working girl, I'd have you know. I never will forget my first grand opera night. I took one look at the ladies' gowns, and I made a hasty flight. I said to my escort in a voice full of Patrick Campbell wrath, You said grand opera, huh? You steered me into a Turkish bath. I never saw so many necks in my life. I wondered they didn't all get their death of cold. Well, I insisted upon a policeman to see us home. When we got on the doorstep, I turned, and I said to him, sadly, but firmly, I'm a respectable working girl. I love Il Travatore, but the place you took me to tonight is quite a different story. When I'm in search of the naked crew that's not with a man, I'll go. I'm a respectable working girl. I'll have you know.
Hey, it's me, Chris T. And uh, I'm recording on my phone here in the garage on a Sunday afternoon around 1.30. And uh, I'm at my workbench. Did a little bit of straightening up in here because it's still a bit of a mess since our garage sale. And then uh, I decided to work on this electric fan a little bit that has been sitting under our basement steps for a couple of years. And I didn't put it in some kind of protective bag or, you know, box or whatever. So it managed to pick up a lot of dirt and dust, debris, and uh, just trying to get it cleaned up so it doesn't look horrible. If I decide to bring it upstairs, I've been thinking about either sticking it in the kitchen or uh, maybe in the upstairs office. I wanted to talk a little bit about the job search and how it's going. And I'm prompted to have this conversation because somebody sent me a job lead for what would be a fantastic job in public radio. And I had already seen this job lead And I had thought about applying, but um, I don't think I have quite the qualifications they're seeking. I uh, don't have a lot of managerial experience. I haven't really managed a team. I mean, I've managed two or three people, but that was in a very informal way, and I never had the title of manager. And this person who sent me the lead, I told him all of this, and he responded by saying, apply anyway. And I've been hearing a lot of this apply anyway stuff from people. And it doesn't feel right to me. I, I don't want to be in a position of, um, you know, making stuff up. I'll, I'll put it politely, not lying so much because I think everybody pads their resume and they write these cover letters that may or may not represent reality. Maybe it's their reality, but I'm not sure I want to do that. I'm not sure I want to get to the point in any process where people call me out on stuff. And I mean, I really don't want to. (laughs) I had this weird thought of like, let's say I actually get an interview. Let's say somehow I get the job and then what? Then I don't really have the skills that they've been looking for, right? Now what do I do? So I'm still applying for things that are within my purview, as the expression goes, things that I think I can do. And there are, you know, there are jobs out there. There are jobs and it's possible that I can get one of those jobs. I'm still, I still have this feeling and I I can't tell you why that I'm going to be wandering in the wilderness for a bit. And uh, how long that lasts, I don't know. But in the meanwhile, I'm trying to put together my own stuff. I'm trying to be a little more, dare I say, entrepreneurial. But, you know, I I really don't like that word because, uh, for instance, we just came from a farmer's market this morning. And I saw a lot of, quote unquote, entrepreneurial types there. Uh, One woman with the ubiquitous handmade soaps and, you know, a bar of soap, $8. So I'm not sure who's buying the soap, 
to be honest. And there was another person selling all kinds of greens, and that's fine. But they were also making kombucha. This is the other thing that people seem to be doing nowadays is making kombucha. And I was reluctant to buy that kombucha because I don't know, you know, under what conditions it was made. I don't know if it was produced in a moldy basement. Who the hell knows? But this... I always think that these were people who had decent jobs at one point. And now this is what they're doing. They're down there on a Sunday morning early in the park trying to get people to buy their homemade kombucha. And it, I just don't know what to make of it. And I, again, I don't know how long I'm going to be out of work at this point. I've passed the 90-day mark. I know that much. And... I am trying to upgrade my skill set. I'm trying to take some courses. I'm trying to move towards something. And I feel like I am moving towards something. And I feel like, you know, at some point I'll be earning a steady paycheck again. Um, But as of right now, I I can't say when that is. I really can't say when that is. I can't say if it's going to be a month from now, three months from now, six months from now, a year from now. I don't really know. Um, and uh, I am refusing to guess or conjecture or anything else at this point. I just don't think it's wise to do that. I am just trying to settle in and not freak the hell out is what I'm trying to do. So, And keep myself busy by doing stuff like this, like coming out to the workbench and working on projects that I've been trying to get to for a really long time. Right now I'm trying to untangle the headphone cord on these uh, Sony headphones that are notorious for having issues with the cord. They're so notorious for that that replacement cords are available, just not from Sony. So every replacement cord I've ever seen is just too heavy and too thick and not quite right and not a match for the original cord. But these are my my favorite headphones, the MD7506. And I got a pair that's been hanging here in the garage for a while with a bad core. But now I notice it's also got a bad wire running to one of the earphones. It's not bad so much as exposed. So I don't know if that means that it's non-functional, but I'm not sure I want to get involved with this today. Because it's already 1.30 and I have stuff to do on the computer. And once I get this fan cleaned up, I'm going back in the house and... I'm also going to work on the newsletter and work on a new job story. That's the plan anyway. Oh, well. 
Work for the undertaker, another little job for the casket maker. At the local cemetery, they've been very, very busy on a brand new grave. Solomon blew himself. Reuben, he was standing on Broadway. A cable car, he heard an awful lot. He wanted to see how the old thing worked, so he looked down in the slot. A car came up behind him. They didn't hear the bell. The bump of the car came in that dress from Broadway down to... More work for the undertaker, another little job for the casket maker. At the local cemetery, they've been very, very busy on a brand new grave. A message by cable. A boy named Jack was playing football. He was what you call a center right. They picked him up in pieces when it ended in a crash. His father quickly sent for what was left of Jack. When he opened the box, they suddenly exclaimed, Why, they've only sent a quarter back. More work for the young grandfather, another little job for the casket maker. At the local cemetery, they've been very, very busy on a brand new grave. Football, and that's all.
clouds and rain, and I am full of nothing and pain. Soothe my thumping, bumping brain. Winter comes with snow and sleep, and me with hunger and cold feet. Who sells here, funny five cents? Go ahead and get some meat. Go on, why don't you, huh? Nobody. No, he never done nothing to nobody. That'll do it for this job story number 13, the hard luck job story, as I like to think of it. Hopefully, this god-awful cold will be over before too much longer, and I'll be back in some kind of shape. Let's tell you what you heard from Bob Roberts, Everybody Works But Father. We also heard from Bob, Uncle Quit Work too. Marie Dressler with Marie Dressler's Working Girl Song. We also heard after some garage talk from me, more work for The Undertaker. That one goes all the way back to 1902 from Dan W. Quinn. We also heard the first recorded version of an old-time number. You might have heard Led Zeppelin's take on it called Gallows Pole. That was The Gallows Tree from Bentley Ball. And we wrapped it up with Burt Williams' Again, I want to send my thanks out to Mac of the Antique Phonograph Music Program. You can 
You can find Mac online at michaelcumella.com. That's Michael, C-U-M-E-L-L-A.com. Job Story is available via Apple and Google Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Go to shows.pippa.io slash jobstory for details and submit your job story at jobstorypod at gmail.com. You can also record a job story of 90 seconds or less at speakpipe.com slash job story or record a longer job story by calling our brand new phone number way for that's the number for job pod that's 929-456-2763 please share job story with your friends and family and be sure to review job story on itunes and elsewhere until next time this is chris t working hard and hardly working So, working hard or hardly working? (laughs) I said, working hard or hardly working? Working hard or hardly working? Working hard or hardly working? It's a simple question! Are you A, working hard, or B, show? (laughs) Suppose you tune in next week to see if I'm still on the job.